That's right, we're doing... It's moderately exciting. Because tonight <laughs> we're doing Free Guy. Free Guy just came out not too long ago. It's the new Ryan Reynolds movie with other people in it. Uh, I've been pushed. It's one of the COVID movies that got pushed at least a year, maybe even a little longer. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you yeah, know, it's original looking concept. Uh, I I don't think I was excited for it, but I was going. I knew I was going to see it. Well, do you have any expectations going in? Well, yeah, I mean, when the, I think it was probably filmed in 2019, I mean, it was filmed pre-COVID. So, yeah, I well, I mean, I like Ryan, Ryan Reynolds sense of humor. And from the clips that I saw, it seemed like it was very uh, sort of his organic, you know, styles, sense of humor and, you know, Deadpool without being the R rated situation. So, um, yeah, I was looking forward to it and didn't really know what i mean i knew what the concept was behind it but i didn't really i didn't dig into it to find out what we were going to be you know how it was going to play out i guess Ryan reynolds has been like the same kind of character and everything for a long time now so but sometimes he's light ryan reynolds light like when he's in a rom-com it's like ryan reynolds light and this is full Uh, on he's all he doesn't have any he's got one mode though he can he can adjust the volume on the mode but it's only there's only one there's only one thing he does. He doesn't really do multiple things, I don't think. Yeah, I just like what he does, maybe. that's That might be what it is. I think he's fun. Yeah, I was in a really craptastic mood yesterday, and uh, it it spun me around, so that was good. Yeah. So this is a free guy, a bank teller who discovers he is actually a background player in an open-world video game, decides <laughs> to become the hero of his own story. Now in a world where there are no limits, he is determined to be the guy who saves the world his way before it is too late. So, right. it's a generic concept. It's uh, the, it's people have said, kind of a combo of Grand Theft Auto, Ready Player One, some Truman Show... Uh, Matrix, you know, all those kind of things combined into a Sean Levy PG-13 comedy, which is not what I would expect uh, uh, the package for a movie like this to be. But yeah. that's what we got. Also so, a little, incep- seen- little Inception. Yeah, I saw a mo- I just saw Reminiscence. That's much more Inception, but I don't think we're doing that one. But, okay. Uh, that's another <laughs> Inception-like movie out. Yeah. Uh, Reminiscence. Not not bad. People got bad reviews, but I thought it was all right. But uh, Free Guy, anyway. If you haven't <laughs> seen Free Guy, it is in theaters only. No other streaming options or VOD available. So theaters is your option if you want to see it. And we're going to spoil it here now. Free City is an open-world video game developed by Tsunami Games. And uh, in the game is Guy, a NPC, non-playable character. So he's like those background guys who walk around in, in the video games that aren't controlled by any humans they're just uh, part of the game programming and he uh works with a bank teller uh, or he he's a bank teller and his uh best friend is buddy that's uh, a uh, little real howry people recognize yeah. him from everything recently yeah and uh they they pal around and they go they they work at the bank and the bank gets robbed every day and people get murdered all the time but this is just kind of uh what they're used to because there are these people who wear these glasses that walk around town and they're like untouchable yeah. Uh, you don't talk to them. They do whatever they want. They're like gods among these people. Uh, and all they do mostly is beat the crap out of them and rob them and destroy everything. And it's, you know, it's, it's GTA ish. Uh, and then we are, uh, at simultaneously on the other side of town introduced to 
character named Molotov Girl, who is outside of the world, played by Millie. And uh, she is looking for something. We find out she's looking for a piece of uh, evidence that her original programming is in this game because her and her partner made a original game and the this bigger games took their code and didn't give them credit for it. Uh, and so Millie and the other guy who he who she made it with is Keys, who works at Tsunami Games now, the company that swallowed it up, and the guy who runs Tsunami Games is Antoine, it's Taika Waititi, <laughs> and uh, so that that's that's your your plots that are going to collide is that uh, guy he starts to become sentient when uh, he notices Millie one day in the game, and uh, he starts to be able to break away from all of his programming and it freaks the other NPCs out uh, and he's able to level up by being a good guy instead of by killing everybody and at first this is good for the company but then Antoine starts to get worried that it's going to ruin his release of his new game Free City 2 so Guy must team up with Millie in the game because they are, uh, their interests are aligned and they also start spark a bit of a romance and that's what happens they gotta save the world the, this fictional world, this uh, virtual world from the, the evil tsunami games, Antoine. So that's uh, that's as general as we get it. Uh, okay, what do you think of this movie? What do you, what do you uh, well? Thanks, thanks for the synopsis. I think this is uh, we're at five minutes twenty nine seconds, and this is over. I mean, you basically covered the whole thing. There's everything is just sort of nuances of of all of all of what you said. I think it's very interesting. For I'm a non game player, so um, the first like 15 or 20 minutes I actually had to like pay attention to really sort of get everything that was going on I mean I I understood it but I wanted to make sure that I was like okay so you're right yeah okay I'm gonna harken back to when you have something and you're just you know it's people that you can't do anything to except for maybe you extract money from them or maybe they you know I'm thinking, I don't know, like Animal Crossing stuff, and so yeah, I, it's everyone in Animal Crossing who's not you, right? Uh, and not another and not another player, player. yeah, world. exactly. Yeah. So it's like there's that piece. So I had I had, I had took some time for me to do a little reconciliation of that, but then um, then you just fall into you know what what the plot of the movie is, and I think it works. I think it works really well because it's something. It's a it's a believable situation in that I would totally believe that some big company would steal these two people's code uh and not give them credit for it and then they would have to go searching for it and most likely in real life it would not have this happy ending but and you know and then you then you have to that that seems all very believable to me because that's the real world stuff that's going on and then you have the free world (laughs) is that what it's called free world free the open world is free city free city yeah um free world that's like eight mile um so yeah (laughs) yeah so then you have this other part that um is is not real i mean it's but it's real for for the sake of the movie and uh it's kind of fun for me i like i i don't know i like the ride that they take me on and i generally like the people that are involved in as actors in this movie i'm not really familiar with the guy who's in stranger things joe keery yeah not really, but I apparently apparently he's very, like, 
a thing. Like that's it, it seems... he's a very popular character in Stranger Things. He's in some other stuff. Yeah, roles. and like a band. I don't know. I learned all this today talking with someone about this. So, uh, so I don't yeah. really know him very well. But the other people I really you know enjoy being around, and I'm always game for whatever Taika Waititi is doing. But he kind of actually was too much for me in this movie. Uh, it went, it went, he was too far over the top. I needed somebody that was a little more grounded to play the bad guy role. You know, everything about it, the name Antoine and it just, everything felt so big and grandiose where the other characters were, the other real life characters were not, you know, I could really sort of see them in real life. This, this, this guy was just too far too much. I don't know what he was based on, but, uh, so that was a bummer for me, but, um, yeah, I, like I said, I came out with a really good attitude. It was just a fun, fun movie. And, uh, I mean, AI is a little creepy, so it doesn't bring, it didn't bring any creepy vibes though, because it was so fun. So. Yeah. They could have gone, uh, more, you know, I guess in a direction I would have taken a movie, would have liked to see a movie <laughs> like this go. Cause when you hear, you hear, Ready Player One, Truman Show, Matrix, Grand Theft Auto. I mean, those are, you're expecting, if I see those, and those are the thing that the movie's been compared to, I'm expecting something uh, in the R-rated category. And this, uh, there is constant violence in the background. Yeah. So they uh, they, they achieve that, but it is, it, it's cartoony and over the top. And it's really, uh, when I saw that it was the Sean, Sean Levy was directing it, and I, I look at his filmography and I, I just don't like none of none of his movies are my kind of thing at all. It's uh, for people who don't know. He did all the Night at the Museum movies. He did mm. Pink Panther, Cheaper by the Dozen, Big Fat Liar, Date Night, Real Steel, The Internship. So not my kind of. None of these are my kind of movies. I can Broad, see. I can see how this falls into comedy. that same. Yeah, into that same vein. Then out of everything I just read, I think this might be the best movie he's made. Uh, I think you might because, be right. Because those other movies are most, I mean, you can, you can kind of like neither see them because I saw that when I was, I don't know, 11. So yeah, if you're that age, I suppose this will speak to you. I guess, I guess when it's a Grand Theft Auto world, I played all, most of the GTA games and like, it, it's, this just is such, it's so, it's so kid glovey at, at all, at all stops. It's hard to, uh, it's hard to, it's hard to see it as anything but like, ah, why didn't you just, cut off 50 million on the budget and give it to someone who's going to take it in a more realistic direction or but something. But that's not cause... what it's meant to be at all. It's supposed to be this other funny kind of situation where it, it sets itself apart from the... The only thing that's familiar and similar to those other movies is the fact that it's like a role-playing situation. And that's... Otherwise, it's not like those movies at all, I don't think. It's just... Well, it's kind of like Ready... It's kind of like Ready Player One for the characters, which is another PG-13 movie that I think is far superior to this to this it's too serious think... it's too serious compared to this this is a comedy this is li- listed as a comedy and... all right so it's a comedy so it's a comedy it's i a comedy. i don't I, I i i was not not enjoying the movie like i was enjoying the movie because i like the medium i like the i like ai and the concept of a thing being alive again that's a that feels more serious than something like this and i don't know about you i don't think i laughed at all in this i might uh I don't think I laughed at all. I'm trying to think if anything that made me like out loud laugh. And I was in a semi-full theater, like about half full. Not a lot of laughs, really. Maybe at the very end when all a bunch of references started popping up, and, and it's fine. I mean, I, I get it. It's fine. But 
it, I, did you laugh at the, like, I was not, not enjoying it. I was just kind of like, you know, there were, it yeah, in, there were things that I laughed time. There were things that I laughed at and there was, and I was probably in a theater that was a third full. So for Maine, it was a hundred percent full basically. And people in the audience were laughing. I mean, everybody was sort of enjoying the same times. And there was also times when people were like, <gasps> you know, kind of thing, just if, if something uh, untoward happened real quickly or whatever. But, um, yeah, it's, I mean, I didn't go in thinking this was going to be anything but straight up comedy. Like the romance was, I was hoping to, part I was hoping to was laugh like, more though. Like actually like full out laugh. I just didn't, I, it, it, it was a, it's a very sweet movie. Uh, it's it's nice. It's a nice time to watch, but like, I don't know. I don't I, this this kind of movie. I don't exp- I don't want to. I don't want this experience from this plot. If you tell me this, you told me this plot. I would not want this experience. It would be uh, it would be not the thing I was hoping to go in to get. And it would be the exact experience that I would want because I don't want to go into an AI movie getting all freaked out about stuff. I mean, the the closest thing, one of my one of my favorite episodes actually of the X Files is there's an AI situation. Oh my gosh, why can't I remember the name of it? You know it. I only think of Black Mirror stuff, which you don't watch because uh, I don't. Cause that's good. I sh- probably need to, but um, I, I'm probably host picking that and then the next thing because <laughs> yeah, that's it's okay. Overdue. I already have my host pick for the next one, and it's a completely other direction than that. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Of course it is. Um, <laughs> of course it is. Um, so I this Finish is Bake Off two. This is. <laughs> Do you want to? I mean, I don't do never, that. I never want to watch that again. There's a house called, there's a, there's a TV show called The Chateau, and uh, I would love to do that one, but I'm not no. going to do it. Yeah. Um, but this is something that's way more user-friendly for, for somebody like me. And there were, there was, it was a mixed audience. There was younger, like, couples, and there was some teenage boys and some older people like me. And it seemed like everybody everybody was having a good time. So, you know, I, I don't, and I think that that's okay. I think it's okay to, if you want to introduce something like this and then have it not be really creepy and scary, this is what you have to do. Well, it doesn't have to be creepy and scary. Like, uh, one of my favorite movies of all time is an AI movie. Her, there's a little bit of her in here, but it's, uh, it's Her's like a... creepy a little. I mean, I'm not saying I her don't like it. Her is not creepy. Her is romantic. No, her is creepy. Sorry. We, no, we her is am- always disagree on this. Uh, her, well, that's another. That's another. First, we, we're coming at a completely different experience wise because first twenty minutes you said you're kind of getting used to how the world works, and I'm I'm a little impatient in the beginning because it's kind of for someone who just knows a general idea of like AI movies and how video games work. I, I get it already, and so it's like, all right, get me there. And then he gets the glasses, and he has to discover things, and I'm like, all right, just get me there. Like, get me to. Like I'm, our, I'm, I'm so far ahead of of the first forty minutes that I'm just like, uh, just get, just get me to him and Millie working together to stop the bad guy. That's when I start to kind of like it. I like that. I think they are, despite their twenty year age gap in real life or whatever it is. I thought they had good, like good, <laughs> like buddy chemistry. Um, and yeah. I, the. So like the, them working once they actually start working together is good. He's got an okay montage, you know. I like the montages guy I know. does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I I actually like the the romance parts of this where the the they go on the horrible bubblegum, they eat the horrible bubblegum ice cream, <laughs> and then they the the, the the everything gets wiped out, and she has to. It's a, again, it's the cheesiest way to do it. Uh, you, you give her, you give him the kiss after shooting the rocket launcher in the alleyway. That's how you bring his memory back or whatever. Yeah, all kind of. Again, all kinds of glossy stuff in this were like, uh, I don't, 
it's it's so that's the that's the director that's that's uh, show Sean Levy like I I could feel like I've seen that in the other dozen movies I just listed off another trophy thing I I saw that I I really dislike and it's not just his movies but um they're in Bay and Emmerich movies too where the th- the climax is happening and they go around the world and everyone in every bar and restaurant and is watching home is yeah. watching yeah. and I'm just like people don't even watch like w- I, people don't even watch the Olymp- Olympics together like that like no there's nothing in the world that everyone around the world is watching all at once not even like the Super Bowl nothing. well yeah but Truman, so the, Truman Show did that too um you know Independence but that was the Day, hook of the Truman that stuff so but that was the hook of Truman Show was that this was a TV show like unlike anything else people have been following it for 40 years this one guy yeah. I, I thought it worked but and also in the Truman Show we follow um we follow the same four people I guess in this we kind of bounce between real you know, do you know that all those or do you recognize any of like the YouTube and uh, uh streaming content creators a lot of them were actually real life people I knew I knew that some of them were I knew that this was basically a film based on all kinds of cameos so I was sort of uh, that's another thing cameos. that I was concentrating on when I was watching it, trying to like, you know, I like to pick out all the Easter eggs. So I, I was trying to find everybody, but you know, who I missed was Hugh Jackman where I missed him. He was, he was the first guy that, uh, that Millie talks to as Molotov girl who, when he, in the alleyway, when they get, when she gets oh, the first piece of so we don't really know because we can't see that guy. We don't really know that. Time. No, like the rock was in it. I didn't see him, but apparently he's like a bank robber at one point. John Krasinski's in <laughs> yeah. it somewhere. I, I think I missed that. And uh, there's obvious ones. Like right. there's Alex Trebek. Very obvious. Right. I think it's right. probably his last. I, I know one of his it, it made me a little sad films. actually i was like oh well that's the thing like oh. this is <laughs> his last after such a long serious career this is his last his last thing it's okay though because he made, that, he made that decision to do that and people who are everyone in the theater i don't know if they did it out loud but everybody was like oh you know it's alex trebek and yeah then, we got that but the biggest reaction cameo we got and i know yeah he, you know what it is. Yeah. It's the freaking Evans. It's the shield. Yeah. The shield pops out and the music swells. Yeah. And that was the first time I heard my audience do anything. Yeah. And I, like, cause again, not my audience is a lot of, uh, cup. Like I would say like kind of older couples, honestly, there weren't a lot of young people in the audience. Mm-hmm. I was probably one of the younger ones. I don't see any, I didn't really see any kids or families. It was a lot of like, just kind of couples on a date night kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I Which, yeah, the, I guess it was not that wasn't working for a lot of them. Oh, were you by yourself? Well, I was by myself, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> Nicole Nicole did not want to see this. This is not look interesting to her. Really? I was kind of looking yeah, forward to, to it. it. Yeah. Well, I that was the biggest reaction in ours. Too. I mean, there was laughing and some other stuff, but the biggest reaction was the cap shield. And honestly, a bigger reaction, which I was kind of surprised about, was when they show, you know, right after they cut from the shield and they show Chris Evans watching the show and he says, you yeah. know, he goes, what the shit? And honestly, yeah. there was a bigger reaction for that, which I was surprised about because I don't ever think that he looks in his real life look that he looks like his Captain America character, like Steve Rogers. I think he looks that got actually, I think that actually, now that you mentioned it, got a bigger cheer than the actual shield and music. Yeah. I think it was the immediate cut to him was bigger because they wanted to see the guy react to it. Right. It was just very surprising that, 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 that got a bigger reaction that people, um, recognize him. I mean, I know him and I know that all of my Marvel people would see him and recognize him, you know, legitimately, but it was just like, Oh, 
Okay, well, you guys, even in, you know, beard and mustache, dressed up as just regular old Evans, you guys know who he is, so. Yeah, I uh, think people would recognize him. He looks enough like his, uh, like he did in Infinity War. That's like, true. Oh, they did give him a, they gave him a little uh, Nomad Steve look, so, yeah. Yeah, um, I think that was. Yeah, and there. Uh, yeah, no, I thought that was good. And then, to, you know, and then to follow it up with a Hulk fist, it's like, okay. Uh, Hulk fist, lightsaber. Lightsaber, just, yeah. This just, is... just do, just milk it all in there. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, like, not, that's not my kind of thing. I don't really care to see that, but I understand. I get it. Like, uh, that's what you're, that's what's going to happen. Oh, that's what like, you're doing. Right. Yeah. If you're you going to. All right, everybody, enjoy your little thing. If that's you're going to do it, you might as well do the whole enchilada. I mean, basically. It, they went, they went they hard. Did, yeah. It feels like um, he, you know, Ryan Reynolds just went through the Rolodex and was like, okay, who's going to be in town to do, around to do this? Come on by and we'll, we'll spit you in somewhere. So that's pretty cool. The, uh, the, the only thing that I was like, and I, I even watching, I was like, ah, there's, there's still something missing, but dude is pretty good. Dude's pretty funny concepts executed uh, pretty well. You yeah. didn't like dude? Dude is like the only thing I liked. Dude, like I think I laughed at dude. Dude made me uncomfortable, um, <laughs> because I don't know. He's like Stretch Armstrong, but also Ryan Reynolds. It was uh, it was made me very uncomfortable. It's I like that his programming's only half complete, so he's I do like that. Don't quite. That's like the in a movie full of just kind of like like sweet sweet saccharine cliche. That at least felt like ah, there's like a there's a something there. There's something I, I could I could latch on to a little bit there. And then he just becomes their friend because he's a dumb guy <laughs> and he sees the he he gets to he puts the glasses on so he gets like starts touching all the things and whatever. And yeah. then that's another another just like oh it's the last server and the, every server he's just destroying in the room is somehow taking out the bridge all the way almost to the island and then right. he saves the one saver or the one server because uh, Millie negotiates with Antoine in the world and then of course Antoine's game fails and their new version of the game takes off all that had to happen just, I'm just, just tired I'm tired of that kind of stuff I'm, it exhausts me but I thought it was the thing is is that kind of stuff is when you say that kind of stuff that's what a lot of people watch and you can go and watch it done really, really poorly, or you can go and have fun and watch something like this. I think this, I think the concept of it being a player, a role playing situation, uh, rather than just like your basic, you know, I don't know, like buddy comedy or romantic comedy or whatever, it just gives it a little bit of a nuance of a difference and it makes it fun. And that's why I watch Ryan Reynolds yeah, stuff. I feel like fun. it lacked it. It, it, it's a concept that's rife for cleverness, and it lacked a lot of cleverness. I think if we got a, a Lord and Miller at the helm, and you could still make it PG thirteen, you could milk a lot more. A lot more. This just felt. I don't know who like that is. Two thousand. What? <laughs> Lord and Miller. Phil Lord and Chris Miller. I don't know who that is. The guys who made Twenty One Jump Street and Lego Movie and all the oh, and Planet okay. of the Giants Meatballs. Yeah, that's good, but that's not what this is. So. But that's that's another PG thirteen family friendly comedy. It's a it's in a perfectly fine tone that's not too far off from this, but is so much more clever. This feels like a two thousand six movie. This no, feels like it listen. was in the can for twenty years. No, no, listen, you have to look at this through a veil of cotton candy because that's what it is. It's a cotton candy movie. This is like My Little Pony for adults. There's no reason. We there's no reason this. Uh, there's it's no not that there's no reason. There's a, this has, this does have an this has an audience, and I think 
I think it actually plays better now than it probably would have been before we were all on lockdown because before then, you know, things are serious is a different situation. Now life is serious and you really just want, I want to look at something through cotton candy every so often. So, yeah, but all the, like uh, Lord Miller on the, on the, I'm surprised you don't know who that is. I, Sorry. I feel like that's, that's kind of shocking. Actually. I feel like that would be something you would know, I fail. Uh, but like, fail. There, there are other, there are other, that kind of comedy teams that can, or, or directors like Edgar, nowadays. Edgar Wright. I mean, he does stuff that's yeah, like it'd be better. Yeah. It'd be way better. I, I, and it's still crowd, it's still crowd pleasing, but it's, I agree. It's better. There's there's no clever. There's no clever. I get. Yeah, I get what you're saying. It would be. It's a better movie if it's if it's by somebody like that. But that doesn't negate for me. There's sometimes you just want to have the fun and watch the fun movie, and that's what that's what this is. This is the fun movie, and yeah, yeah, it's. I'm okay with that. I'm if I want something clever, I'll go watch. You know, uh, Shaun of the Dead for the. Well, many of the time. Well, so. that's fun. That's fun and clever. Why? Can't, why does it only have to be in quotations fun? Why can't? Why can't we it's strive a, for it's something a different, more? Because it doesn't always have to be more, Brennan. That's why it's like it. Sometimes it can just be. And you have a hundred million food. dollars, and you have all these people. But you it should, could just be I, junk I, I, food. I, My expectations are higher. I don't. Ex- I, I. This is. I think this is a little they embarrassing. Had, they it's had a, a lot of a fine really three star movie. They had a lot of really expensive cameos. So just saying. Yeah. That's. <laughs> yeah. I guess I got the biggest cheer moment, so that's what uh, that, exactly. that ended up being. They used they, their they money wisely. They should have just cut out. They should have cut out the whole plot that with stuff that I actually kind of liked and just done more cameos. Just more that, cameos. That yeah, just all the rest of the Avengers. You know, everybody from yeah. all the Star Wars movies. Yeah, throw in some Harry Potter. Into a ball of cringe. <laughs> no, Harry Potter's the uh, Universal. That I know. Be I know. I know. I know. This. I didn't realize this movie had a Disney connection. So. Yeah, I, now that 20th Century Fox, so, yeah, uh, that's know, every, true. Everything's or 20th Century Studios, as it's now called. Everything but Harry um, Potter. I, again, I didn't hate. I didn't hate this. It was fine to watch. I laughed maybe once or twice, and I actually like the romance parts. I like the parts between Guy and Millie, and then eventually uh, Millie and Keys. I thought that was good. I like. I like the the relationship between those the, those characters. Yeah, uh, those three, um, but. The story is tired, and everything that happened is tired, and I'm tired of it. So it's, <laughs> All right, then. It's a, it's a, it is the best Sean Levy movie I think I've seen technically. It's a solid three-star movie. I don't think anyone's going to hate this, but uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I kind of feel like I'm wasting my time. It's this and Night at the Museum, and that's about it. Yeah, Night at the Museum's, I think, nostalgia, too, though. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I, you go back, I, I'm sure that doesn't hold up. But, but even that has a, it feels like that has more clever, I, even it more, does. a it couple has, of clever bits. It does. It does. The the little, like, the first the time you see guys. the miniature people, yeah. and Gum Gum, Dum Dum, yep. and the cavemen, Those that are, just all feels a little, like, you're actually using your premise. You're using what your your tools are. Yeah. yeah. The actual plot is... It's terrible that security guards are going to steal the treasure on in the snow. I mean, that's oh Jesus! I forgot what the plot was to that movie. I just like, of course, because no I just like watching the, the other stuff that happens. So yeah, well, the, the clever bits. All right, so <laughs> I, I'm I'm at like, um, yeah. oh, like if I could give it a shoulder shrug, I would. I, like, <laughs> it's a meh. I guess yeah, it's it's a mega meh. I guess like the the slightest of not recommends because right now it's only theaters i would not recommend you go you don't need to see this this is the this is for the crowd that would turn this on in the background or have it on on tv and jump in halfway through and watch it like that there's no reason to go put sit in a theater that's true i i did tell somebody today when they asked about it that um 
you should go to the theater just because you should go to the theater these days. But um, yes. it's going to be on Disney Plus at some point, so you'll probably okay yeah, this will, with that, too. It'll float around. If you still have cable, it'll be on TBS on Saturday afternoon, and you can watch <laughs> the 45 minutes Every of Saturday it, afternoon. Yeah, it's one of those. So that that's why I'm like, eh, it's fine, but like... If you're good, there's more movies out now. There's better ones if you you know support the theaters, but uh, you don't need to do that. This is not a need. Um, so yeah, what is it? Two two mez. You're no, I'm a, is, I'm, a, I'm a recommend because I just think a it's strong recommend, solid recommend. I am a solid recommend just because I think that it's really for now. It's a totally escapist. You don't. There's literally nothing to think about when you leave the theater. So except for like, wow, why did somebody who's barely credited in the movie get the biggest? Oh, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a it's yeah. a solid recommend for me. Yeah. Well, there's there's Free Guy, uh, and we've got what else? Mostly theater stuff coming out. One or two streaming things, but uh, the theaters are still pretty rich right now. As long as uh, they're going to be open, yeah. so keep going while they're open. Uh, and in the meantime, if you have anything to recommend to us, Films with the Women in My Life on Facebook, reach out to me on Instagram. I am Brennan underscore Podhost. You can email the show, filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. All right. Short one, because, yeah, this, we covered it. Thanks, sir. Thanks cool. for free, guy. I'm okay. Yeah. What the shit. Yeah, what the, what the shit. <laughs> until next time, this is Brennan signing off, saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.